0: This is the EWN Podcast Network. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details.
1: Hi, and welcome to Plus Fitness with Tara. I'm Tara McDonald, and today on the podcast, I have Scott Walsh from Walsh Performance. Scott and I have worked together before at my old club, and uh, he hasn't just been bringing his program to my club at the time, but he also was on staff for a while. He did the Run Disney Half Marathon with us in uh, January 2018, and we've just got going since. And he's got a great program that he's going to talk a little bit more on. But right now, Scott, he's going to introduce himself and tell you where you can find him online.
2: Okay, first off, hi, Tara. How are you doing? Good. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to say first uh, first and foremost, thank you very much for having me uh, on the podcast, which is uh, it's great to be here. Um great. But uh yeah, so you can find me at uh Walsh Performance. So typically the best places to find me is either on um Instagram at uh, at Walsh Performance or on uh Facebook at Walsh Performance. So you can actually even just go to my uh personal page as well, Scott Walsh. Um that works just as well because I'm usually on that most of the time. Yeah. Um Great. but yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, so why don't you tell us how you got involved into the fitness industry like where you got trained and like what led you to it and uh you know just just go from there for now
2: yeah for sure so um i did the uh, i basically got my uh, kinesiology uh degree when i was in newfoundland and this was uh, many years ago um and at that point in time i was i guess pretty uh, serious with the uh, weight training and everything like that but i didn't actually uh after i got my degree it was actually quite a few years uh before i proceeded and started uh, going into training um it was around say 2009 when i started to uh focus on getting my uh, certifications to become a personal trainer and uh just roughly around um i kept i was kind of training on my own my own at that point so i was just kind of you know training people on the side and just kind of showing them you know things for like free and all that you know the typical that everybody does when they start off just to make sure they know enough and uh then from there uh um I started to work at, at Good Life, so I did that for a few years and then it just kind of stemmed and went on from there, right?
1: Yeah. Cool. And you know what, what I like about um having worked with you, Scott, is that you're versatile enough that you can work at different clubs and still create a positive experience for everyone and you know help them join a program. So um, you know, why don't you um why don't you just uh, tell us a little bit more about um, you know, your why you got into your training Like oh why yeah like what about it brought you into? like what about it made you want to do it
2: oh okay yeah so uh i guess essentially um i guess this goes back many years ago uh the reason i got into personal training is because when i was a kid probably a teenager i was uh, fairly like, uh overweight myself i was about 50 pounds overweight and uh at that point in time i actually started i uh, wasn't doing any weight training, but I was doing a lot of cardiovascular work, a lot of running, long distance running, stuff like that. And I guess that side of the fitness uh, industry essentially just got me more motivated to be a part of this. And then when I started to see the weight come off and it got me more motivated.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: No. So you've experienced your own transformation. That's what I'm getting at. Like your, your own experience is that you have been there and done it yeah
2: yes exactly yeah and uh it just from there it just stemmed and like more of my confidence built up the more i wanted to kind of get into the fitness industry to help other people as well because uh you know it's it's really good when it you know uh like you just said like coming from somebody who's been there right yeah Um, because just like i have a lot i can relate to everybody about that as well right
1: yeah and that's what's so great about having launched you know, individuals respond to your programs in person, and then also seeing your success online. Uh, just as a side note, is that because you are relatable and aren't one of those trainers that's so ego-driven that you see each person and you listen to what they want to say, and you say, "I can help you with that." You know?
2: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. And uh, even like the ladies in my uh, program always say that too. They're like, "You really care," you know, about what we're doing because I'm like, I'm checking in with them every day and. Yep. keeping them accountable, and I just—it's not the, the biggest thing too. And uh, I know you and I have talked about this in the past. It's just the bad side of the industry is the, are the ones that usually are done. It's the very ego-driven ones that it's all about themselves. Yeah. Um, that's the, the part of the industry that we're usually trying to uh, uh, kind of fight against to to make a, a, the industry better, right?
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I've got a question for you to kind of like follow into that was what what's a challenge for you when working with clients? Is there a difference between in-person and online?
2: Oh yeah. Um, so uh, I guess the, I'll go with uh, in-person in first. The, the biggest yeah. challenge was with in-person I found if somebody was, you could keep people accountable because they would come in and see you. So you'd be able to talk about different things and then make sure that their form is okay uh, in person, which is really uh, an easy uh, thing to do. But the biggest challenge is probably uh, sometimes, you know, there's very, people that will come and show up all the time. but then sometimes you'll have people that are a little bit more, I guess, lackluster in there, you know, kind of showing up and making sure that they're consistent. Yeah. Um, and that would, that's probably, the, that was probably the biggest Challenge is because sometimes people you know, maybe they build up some anxiety towards Going in and being around other people or being trained, right? Um, the biggest challenge with online though is and It's not it's not a huge challenge for me. It's only sometimes it's a couple of people Mm -hmm. I always I will always get nervous if somebody gets becomes quiet I if they become very quiet and I message them and they don't respond or they don't get back to me or I always get nervous because you know, the ones that are always following through. Yeah. They're the ones that are always commenting or in the Facebook group where you'll see them being accountable or tracking their workouts and everything, but it's just always the ones that get silent. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, what's going on?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's a, that's probably the biggest, um, uh, one of the biggest challenges, client-wise, the, uh, I guess essentially the other challenge online is just, uh, dealing with a sea of, uh, Instagram models, uh, uh-huh. because, yeah, that's probably the hardest, um, cause you're trying, I'm trying to be educational and, you know, provide infotainment and everything like that and show people, you know, like really guide people with a lot of education. And then a lot of times somebody will just show up, you know, um, you know, with a booty pick or a six-pack ad pick, and people are like, "Oh, they know everything about fitness." When in reality, you know, it's you know,
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: could a whole other story, right? Yeah, involved,
1: right? So, communication. I hear that communication is key with your clients for online, for sure. Because, like, when they go quiet, you're worried that they're not, you know, you know, as engaged. You know, in that you're wondering if they're like, you know, not really going to understand that communication is key to their success as well do you know what i mean
2: oh yeah 100 yeah. um that's the thing that that's the, one of the things like client wise that worries me because when dealing with my program there's different stages of the program yeah and say if somebody was really engaged at first but then they go silent then i can't i have to like constantly remind them like you can't just go quiet because I have to guide you through these other steps of the program as well. Otherwise you're not going to get the full aspect of it. Right.
1: Right. right. Um, Yeah. um, And that's the whole thing. It's not just an online program where like, if you want to describe it, maybe to someone who's just listening, it's not like a program where you do a video and then just like, you know, back off, you've got a whole peer support system, plus your coaching support to round it out, you know? So they go through these exercises that you give them but they also have, you know, that whole, I guess you'd call it like an intangible kind of, you know, ability to understand, you know, that it's a community you've created.
2: 100%. Uh, yes, completely agree. And uh, it's, it's kind of like, uh, essentially, too, like a lot of times you might see somebody like they'll, uh, a lot of times say, just for example, like Instagram, somebody will have like, buy this product or whatever. And, and it's like a one-off thing, right? yeah um, so just buy this program and you know go do it but with my program i'm essentially guiding them all building that community with the other ladies that are involved and all the successful uh, people and guiding them through those different stages of the program as well so they get the full benefit and then they kind of realize that you know i will say like the first part of my program is very intensive it's a very aggressive diet but the reason i do that is because it helps me. Uh, it helps my clients get results quickly, but then I have to teach them that they can't be in that aggressive diet forever. Then they have to go to a maintenance portion where they're learning how to be more uh, sustained, more of a manageable uh, like lifestyle and then more of a manageable diet that they can do for 20, 30, 40, 50 years.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Mm. Okay. Great. Awesome. And, and what I love about that is that again, it's about creating like a learning and education so that they don't think they have to be on that restrictive reduced diet for long term.
2: Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's the biggest thing. Cause you like, that's the thing. And, and you I know you, you see it too. Like, you know, what people, it's a very, uh, like in Western society, it's a very diet, uh, oriented mentality. So people mm-hmm. think if they follow a diet, they have to follow that diet forever. Like, uh, like you see, I'm just thinking on top of my head, like to say a keto diet or, or, um, Oh, like uh,
1: beach or like, you know, grapefruit or like, I mean, Right. So many, right like or all fruit diet and it's just like oh my gosh you know yeah
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> what is some of the crazy ones do yeah. i can't even i can't even think of some Atkins, of the crazy ones
1: like, see. Atkins yeah. no carbs you know and like you know, well, not having brain health like it's just, <laughs> yeah you know yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> and you know not to you know you know you know, underlie people who have done it or like undermine is what I mean, people who have done it. We've all at some point done a program, something like that and hoped, do you know what I mean? And yep. what's different about that program and your program is, is you're providing real results, education, and you're making sure that they have long-term lasting success. So.
2: Exactly. And that's exactly it because then they realize that, and I always say this too. I always tell them when we're doing the diet at the beginning, I'm like, the reason we're doing this is because we want to get those results in quickly because it's very highly motivating. Yeah. But, then, but then on top of that, because these, the diets like are aggressive, you don't want to stay in them forever uh, at a certain point after we kind of you know we're in so many weeks, then we'll take a break and we'll just learn how to, to maintain. So then you can learn how to keep that manageable maintenance lifestyle for the rest of your life. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Okay. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back after the commercial. Thanks, Scott. We'll be right back.
0: Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? <laughs> I know I have. Visit monetizemenow.com for details.
1: Can you hear it? The wind, the sound of the sea. Imagine the white storefronts, the white village, the twisted paths of the small city, the blue doors, the proximity to nature, a people as old as history. A life put in focus to create real change. That is our wish for you. Join Caitlin Beaver, Nutrition, Health and Wellness and I in Mykonos, Greece for Spring 2020. We can't promise perfect weather, but we can promise the opening of your body, mind, spirit and a week aimed at harmony. Email plusfitnesswithterra at gmail.com for more info.
0: Welcome back to the EWN Podcast Network.
1: Hi there, and welcome back to Plus Sets with Tara. I'm Tara McDonald, and today I have Scott Walsh on with me. Uh, Scott is going to let you know where you can find him online. So, Scott, why don't you give your social media handles so people can find you and uh, get in touch with you?
2: Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Tara. Uh, so, you, everybody, you can find me at, uh, on Instagram at uh, Walsh Performance, uh, or you can find me on Facebook at, uh, at Walsh Performance as well uh and uh if you also if you want to you can reach out to me on my uh, personal page scott walsh uh either one is fine i'm, I'm, I'm usually on all three so uh yeah reach out when, whenever you're available awesome awesome so
1: yeah so scott we were just talking about how you've built an online community and you've got peer support and you're educating and you do do a restrictive diet but then you show them how to do maintenance you know you got a lot going on in the fitness industry, which is great but i'm just wondering if you can tell us a little bit more like if someone was like you know, thinking of working with you, you know, and wanting something else, what else do you like to do in your spare time? Like besides fitness?
2: Oh, besides fitness. Yeah, I know. Cause I talk about it so much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it, a couple of other things I do too. And um, I just actually started, it was probably a few years ago now, I started getting more avid hiking because um, I found with, uh, with work uh, sometimes you can get pretty obsessed with like your work you, you sometimes become well i did at least I became a bit of a workaholic so i uh started getting into hiking um yeah. because i found it really kind of balanced me out and learned kind of taught me how to create that balance in my life as well um and i'm pretty i had bit about that i really love hiking because you Get to go out and be in nature. and It's just like a break from everything, right? So there's no electronics. The only, you know, the only electronic I have is my cell phone because I'll take pictures of all the of all the nice places. But uh, yeah. it's, it's just really like has a great calming effect. Yeah. Um, and uh, also uh, another big thing is I like to do too is I, I meditate uh, pretty pretty much daily, twenty to thirty minutes a day, and then sometimes in the evenings. Good. Um, and I, I find that's been very uh helpful with me especially creating um a lot more like peace in terms of how i react to situations and how i live my life yeah um and uh yeah typically like you know either usually hiking um it's funny i was kind of talking to my, my parents the other day if i go grocery shopping i'll probably be in the grocery store for a few hours just kind of uh, wa- wandering around <laughs>
1: Checking things out, hanging out at the yeah. grocery store, yeah. clean up aisle yeah. seven.
2: Yeah, I just want, like, you no strolling up and down the aisles. So that's that's, that's checking
1: out the different types of mac and cheese, secretly. <laughs> carb loading.
2: Yeah,
1: exactly. Right? Loading.
2: Yeah. yeah, exactly.
1: yeah.
2: Um,
1: it is funny, because I do have to say on a side note, when you do go in the grocery store, anytime I walk by the cheese counter, I don't get a lot of cheese, because I try to stay with organic cheese, but I look at it all, because I'm like, Ooh, that sounds. What like, hmm. that would be oh. And then I'm like, well, that's a huge chunk of cheese to try for like eight bucks or fourteen bucks. You know, I'm just like, but I, I'm looking at where it's all coming from. Do you know what I mean? Cause I'm just like, yeah. oh, that's woman well, that came from Norway. I didn't even know. You know. <laughs> mental conversation about cheese because you're just like curious you know so I totally understand how you can spend some time in there because you're curious about what what products are available to you and what's out there and also it helps too when you have your support group on Facebook or Instagram you can be like hey I checked this out the other day I thought you guys might want to check it out too right so oh
2: exactly so funny you bring that up like I'll always be in the grocery store and I'll take pictures and be like oh my god this is on sale or you got to come in and get this because everybody's like Oh God, it's it's on sale. I'll go in and pick that
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> You're like an inside shopper, Scott. Yeah. Like the and they don't even know.
2: Yeah, exactly. You need,
1: a you need a commission or something for a brand, not yeah. that actually get money on the side. He says, but yeah. uh, Cracker Barrel has, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it now. Yeah. Versus, we don't buy craft and we buy Cracker Barrel.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm not getting paid for this ad at all. yeah on the commercial yeah
2: (laughs) have you tried Cracker barrel cheese
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay good so and also i want to say uh scott and i have known each other we also have traveled as a group with a bunch of other people before and you know scott you've traveled down to florida to orlando disney world you've gone to uh san diego california you've gone to Cape breton out of those spots you know what one was your favorite
2: Oh, uh, I, the, well. Or, Florida, Tucson.
1: We were in Tucson too. So you got to pick. Yeah.
2: I, I, I gotta say Tucson was amazing. Like I, mm-hmm. to, to be honest, they were all great. Uh, cause it's just the fact of, you know, traveling is like amazing, but, uh, like seeing San Diego was absolutely beautiful. And, mm-hmm. but I just found with like, I don't know, it was just something about being down in Arizona. Like I even told you when we were down there, it's like, I felt really, at peace and it was just when we were on the uh, at canyon ranch it was just like an absolutely amazing like yeah um, just being there like in the weather and just being in the in the uh on the ranch and everything like that was absolutely amazing um yeah. the marathon though that was amazing at disney i gotta say like when we were when uh when we were going kind of going through that and just like going through the magical Kingdom and have caught and all that that was uh yeah just like it's like a kind of like a once in a lifetime like you know amazing experience right
1: yeah and i have to say like even though my experience wasn't something that you know i want to you know kind of tout out there it's just it's the mm-hmm. one kind of experience where it happens to a lot of people because we weren't fast enough and i i know, got taken off the course but I'll just never forget being a part of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and being checked out by their medical staff to make sure we were okay before we left. They were so professional about it that I was like, wow, if I really did have an issue, I would. And then the one woman who got on board with us was hobbling. And so they sat her down and while we're standing there and they're, and they're trying to give us the medals and we're like, no, no, we didn't earn it. They're like, no, you earned it. Get, take the medal. You know, we're arguing with them. I look over and they pull off her sneakers and she's got blisters the size of welts, like inches on her feet. Wow. And I'm just like, uh, she. Oh my gosh! And they totally knew what to do, and they were helping her out. And it was just like, and and she was frustrated too that she hadn't finished. But I'm like, how did, how are you even walking? Like, you know what I mean? Like, so. But the thing was, Keaton and I finished it later in the rest of the park. Do you know what I mean? We got stuck in traffic. We walked around one of the theme parks, like mm-hmm. I think like four laps. Do you know what I mean? Just to make up the time. And then we got on the yeah. bus and got stuck in all the traffic again. And then we were like. Eat food, and we're gonna eat something on this bus. We're gonna eat the poultry if we don't get into the restaurant, you know. But <laughs> it's something we'll never forget because even though we weren't sure how we were gonna do, we still showed up. We still, you know, represented, and we had already raised the money for the, you know, Leukemia Lymphoma Society. So, you know, really, it was just about us having trying to have some fun and make it and make it a worthwhile experience. And that's why I have it on my website because it's something I never want to forget. It's the beginning yeah. of my own personal journey into better health, right? So,
2: yeah, yeah. and even just being down there, like when we were uh, staying, like in the hotels, like. Mm-hmm. It was funny, like even in the evenings, like I'd go just kind of walk around for a bit and you yeah. look off in the distance and there's fireworks going off the Magical Kingdom and you're just yeah, around, like, And had fireworks
1: everywhere all the time. It was like, do they have right? a firework brand? Like, is this like, <laughs> like their own like side, side business of
2: fireworks?
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: exactly. It was just amazing. Like yeah. every yeah. evening, you're like, wow, like <laughs> just so much to see and do, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I've, got, I've got one word for you. Epcot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Always. How Terry got them all lost at Epcot. All right. All right. So, just based on that, what we've just been talking about, do you have a personal nugget for listeners that you'd like to share? Something they'd like to learn about you or know about you that you want to talk about? I mean, we talked about travel. We've, you know, talked about photography and your hiking and stuff. Is there anything else like you can think of that you want to, you know, feel
2: feel feel that you can share in public? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, actually, you actually just brought up uh, photography because I, I, oh. I completely forgot about that. But, um, yeah, I've been actually getting really into uh, photography as well. So when I'm out in, like, yeah. um, and like I kind of only brought up, yeah, I took nature, nature photography, but I've been really getting into that as well. Because um, the same thing, like when it comes to like fitness and all that, sometimes like when you're just focused on that so much, you need an outlet somewhere else. And it's not always just about the working out. It's you, you want to do something that's completely different. Yeah, then, you know, that's not related to the fitness. So when I started getting into like photography and pictures, I was like, Oh my God, this is great. Like this is something else that I can focus on that I really enjoy and I get a lot of pleasure out of. And, uh, and I just, I just started collecting some uh, uh, cameras and stuff like that as well. Right. So, um, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, just <laughs> other than that, yeah, it's all pretty much fitness related or, <laughs> Yeah. Hiking or That's whatever. What I
1: yeah. No, I remember, so I remember in Cape Breton, you were taking photos of the foliage because it was during the autumn changing of colors and stuff during the Colors Festival. And yeah. The, and Cape Breton had glorious red and gold and orange and green hillsides and stuff. Do you do any challenges with your phone? I think you mentioned something about that, like with the photography. Are there any challenges you enter, contests or anything like that?
2: Oh, yeah. So I was, um, I had this I had this app for a while. I actually stopped, uh, I I was using it like a a lot before um but i haven't used it in a while but it's an app you can get it's called uh guru shots and you can enter your your photographs um that you take um in different challenges that they have and uh those challenges like with certain ones they can you can win prizes or you can go on an uh, an exhibit yeah Uh, and then also as well you can kind of it's like a kind of like a video game so like you can level up and and um it's, it's, it's kind of motivating because it gets you to take more pictures and it, you get learn different um, with each challenge there's different aspects of photography that you're learning and you get to see other pictures and then learn from those pictures and make yourself a better photographer as well and I thought that was really neat right
1: that's cool yeah it's like it's kind of like a fun thing and then so so it must be like so then other people you know who have the app and it could be anyone I guess around the world are posting their photos too is that right
2: Oh, yeah, and you can, uh, like, what you do is, like, you log into these different challenges, and you scroll down, and uh, you can, you like all these other uh, individuals' uh, photographs as well, and, um, you know, you'll scroll down, you'll see ones you don't like, and and a lot of ones you like, and then you can either like them or actually follow these people as well, so you can see more of their photographs, and then build up your kind of community as well, right?
1: Cool, cool, awesome. Well, that sounds like it is a fun thing to do cause you can do it wherever you are at any time. I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny because like it, it doesn't depend on, you know, finding the right, like in the old days, like finding the right film for the camera or now finding the right camera for the photo or the lens, you know, you can just do it on your phone. Is that right?
2: Oh my God. Yeah. Like, um, it's even like, even, uh, I have a, like a Samsung S8 and the photographs come out really well, but now they have the, uh, uh, correct me if I pronounce it wrong, but is it, uh, Huawei or, uh, I think I, I can't pronounce it right. Like, or like the Samsung S10. Um, and these phones, like, um, you know, some of them will use like, a the um, pictures that they'll, they'll use from company called, uh, Leica, I think. Yeah. Um, and, uh, these phones, some of them have photography just as good as cameras now right so you can take these very and then the new uh iphone as well you can take very like vivid uh photographs and uh it's just amazing it's amazing you can do with your your cell phone now right
1: yeah i know i know you know it's funny because you know one of the great things about training is you know when you work with clients by distance they have the trainerize app which is great you know it helps out a lot but i think what I'd like to talk about next with you, Scott, it's just how in your past, like nine years of experience or more, it's evolved from training, you know, one person per hour at a club or in your garage to an online community that can reach many people.
2: Oh yeah. Um,
1: Can you talk about the evolution of it a little bit for yourself? Like how, 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 how has
2: it been? Oh uh, yeah, exactly. Um, it's, and I always say this to, uh, a lot of people, unless they're, they're kind of first love is like a crew fitness, but a lot of uh, trainers, I usually tell them like when you start off, it's really nice to go with the, um, like in terms of my evolution, I've started on the gym floor um, and I started at a big gym uh, uh, franchise as well. And uh, I felt that was a a good starting point because not only like whatever you learn in school is, you'll really kind of get, you'll really get, get the nuts, nuts and bolts when you start hitting gym floor and you start dealing with clients, that's where all the real kind of learning experience Because then you can take what you've learned in school and really apply, uh, uh, use that. But then also you're, it's a very big learning experience for you at, uh, on, the, on the gym floor as well. Um, I started off just training the one-on-one mm-hmm. and I felt this was a great start because you can get really, you can learn a lot from different personality types and, you can get really comfortable with doing those, uh, training those people one-on-one and when you do that and people use the term like in the trenches, but when you're, when you're on the gym floor and you're learning how to teach optimal form and all that, it's really good to teach that to, uh, uh, in one-on-one kind of the training aspect is first, uh, at first. Then from there, as you do that for a few years and you start to get really comfortable and everything becomes pretty instinctive in, in terms of what you do, and don't get me wrong, you're always going to be learning. You always want to keep reading. You always want to keep learning because you're, you're, your knowledge is always going to adapt and get better, right? Things always mm-hmm. change. Yeah. But as you get more comfortable with it, then you can start doing, like, um, uh, essentially what happened with me was I went one-on-one. Then I actually started doing larger groups. Uh, mm-hmm. And this was... Uh, I started doing large groups, so I started training, I would train like groups of uh, 8 to 10 and did like a, a group uh, exercise uh, from that aspect. And that was from uh, when Anytime Fitness used to be here. Mm. Uh, and then from there, I kind of actually went back, I went to semi-private training. Yeah. Um, and so instead of training those large groups, I decided to go back to like say groups of, it could be anywhere from 2 to 8 people uh, at once. Yeah. And I found that was really good for in person because you can still get that kind of. Uh, I guess you could essentially stay, still have that small community, but you can still help people with their form and all that without it being too like overwhelming. Yep. Uh, because it's kind of hard when you start looking at fifteen people. It's hard to pick everybody out, and help them with their form. Mm-hmm. But once you've been in the business long enough, and you 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 just pick out things you do just from having that coach's eye after a while, right? Then. Say you have those groups of like two to eight people, those smaller groups, and you can easily just find, you know, pick out things that go a long way, and just, uh, just make quick transitions and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Um, then from there, I always say too, it's always nice, and some trainers will actually start with online uh, first. Uh, my recommendation a lot of times is try to start with some uh, training a few people uh, in, in, in person at first, And then once you get used to that, then you can move online because that online experience is going to be a little bit different and you want to use that stuff that you learned and became very instinctive to you Mm -hmm. to help you with that online training aspect as well, right? Right. Uh, I will say, though, that the online – moving online, uh, even though I love doing the in-person, I really love the online uh, training because I can – a lot of a lot of it comes down to like you end up working on your your own hours, but then it's it becomes a little bit more. You can build your lifestyle around it. Yeah. Uh, whereas sometimes like, you know, if you're working like in a gym or something like that, you're you're set up to work on on other people's hours, where you can do this in your own the time that you enjoy best, and then take you know breaks when you enjoy best and all that, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, also, I think that would help, too, for you, like, to know your schedule as to, like, you can be flexible enough that if somebody says, hey, I can't make Wednesday at 9, but I can make it at 1 p.m., can you still fit me in? You can adjust it easier than if you had to, you know, fight for space at a club. Do you know what I mean? So... 100%. It's more
2: convenient.
1: And then that person still gets the workout, and they know that they have some flexibility, right? And then you can just pattern your day after that, you know, do what errands you ever have to do or other clients that you have and just work through it, you know?
2: Yeah, 100%. And then like I just can, yeah, I can set up my, uh, you know, uh, weekly check-ins with them at these, you know, and change it on the fly like that and then set it up. So they, and then it's convenience for them too, is that they can work out on their own, um, uh, their own time as well, right? which is really cool because then you're not, you uh, It's not always just about the schedule, trying to fit both of us in together, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Okay. We're going to take another uh, quick break, and then we'll be right back. Thanks, Scott. And uh, Scott can be found at Walsh Performance on Facebook and Instagram. We'll be right back.
0: You're listening to the EWN Podcast Network. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Okay,
1: welcome back. This is Tara McDonald from Plus Sentence with Tara, and I have with me right now Scott Walsh. Scott, where can people find you on social media?
2: Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at Walsh Performance and also on uh, Facebook at at Walsh performance as well. And, uh, also the uh, third thing, if you ever want to find me on my personal page, Scott Walsh, by all means, whatever works for you, you can find me either or. Awesome.
1: Awesome. Okay, Scott, why don't you tell us a little bit about, uh, this new challenge you got going on? What, what is it about? And when do people have to apply by?
2: Yeah, for sure. So I'm having a 21 day, uh, challenge, uh, a 21 day, uh, weight loss challenge starting, uh, April 8th. Uh, I'm gonna have the cutoff date for the challenge by the 31st, so this uh, upcoming Sunday. And um, the challenge essentially is gonna be uh, 21 days, three weeks. Every week there's gonna be new updated workouts. So five workouts. There's gonna be warm ups. There's gonna be flexibility work as well. Uh, there's also gonna be a nutrition aspect. So the diet itself will be it's easy to implement, but this being a challenge, it will be a pretty uh, the, the diet will be fairly aggressive, but it leads to quick results. Uh, also, the biggest thing is going to be accountability. So uh, I'm going to keep you accountable with your workouts, um, which you'll do, which you can do on your own time. You can do it from the comfort of your own home. Uh, the nutrition, I'll be there for you as well. So I have a pre- pri- uh, private, uh, private Facebook group uh, for the challenge. Well, I'll be throwing up daily accountability posts and keeping everybody accountable um, uh, as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to, for people that are interested in joining, you're going to see a lot of my current clients taking part. You're going to see all the fantastic results, uh, they have, uh, they have achieved and those people, those, my current clients are also going to be there to help you and, and support you along the way as well. So, uh, I had another challenge, um, basically back in October and that was 30 days, but I decided to go a little bit shorter at twenty one now because I find that's a kind of a better I found, you know, everybody's excited. And when you push really hard, when you do a challenge like that as well, I find like the two to three week point is good enough for most people because and and then at that point where you're doing something where it's challenged and everybody's pushing really hard to achieve best results they can, it's nice to have a little bit of a break after that point, right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're a whole lot of fun. Uh, the last one was great. Uh, the engagement in the Facebook group was just amazing, and especially, too, because with the training app that I use for the workouts, I'm keeping you accountable there. I actually throw up uh, daily meditation practice for everybody as well because we want to focus on not only the, the physical side and the nutrition side, but we're also going to fo- focus on mindset and the, the mental aspect, too, and just helping you uh, lower your, sh- your stress So then you can help help you sleep better and then achieve those results much better. That's why you're seeing like a lot of times if you follow me on Instagram and a lot of people will say like when I post up my testimonials from my clients, they're like, oh my God, like that's just amazing. Like they're just losing so much weight, right? Um, It's because I want to focus on as like a a whole package, not just like, oh, we're just going to do some workouts and and that's it. If we focus on all three of those aspects, those results are going to happen and come along so much better, right? Yeah. Mm. but uh yeah but again uh yeah the cutoff date for the challenge will be uh you can check it out i post a lot of stuff on either uh facebook or instagram I post up on twitter linkedin everywhere as well which is funny but uh yeah the cutoff date for this challenge is going to be the 31st this sunday so if you're interested just uh reach out to me or you can um uh follow kind of the link in my bio and then we're going to take a week to prep up for the Uh, prep for the challenge and then after that point we'll start it on April 8th for uh, 21 days yeah
1: that sounds super exciting so just to recap the final deadline is midnight March 31st
2: that's correct yeah
1: all right cool okay so if you're listening to this and that date has passed and you heard this afterwards please feel free to follow Scott on social media um, because he will be doing more challenges and, and more you know different types of programs over the course of the year so He's a doer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> done. So like, he's he's not just gonna say, oh, I don't want to work with you. He's gonna be like, hey, let's see if we can work together and be the right fit for each other, right? So you know what I mean. And then he's gonna check you out and you know have you, uh, you know, commit to you know a change. If you want that change, Scott's the guy to go to. He's your transformation expert, as I call him. So
2: yeah, yeah thank you very much.
1: No problem. Okay, so um, one of the things about um, I noticed uh, after seeing your testimonials and listening to your videos on Instagram and uh, Facebook again is the amount of support that you give each person. I have to say that is remarkable because it's more than you would get like at the club. Your trainer only kind of cares about you for an hour out of the day and then you walk out of there. Do you know what I mean? So this is a little more ongoing because you get the peer support from people who are doing the same thing you are. And then you also get Scott's directive, but you also get meditation, which is honestly one of the best ways to calm the mind down, deal with the stress of your life, and um, you know center yourself as to what your own personal goals are. So I just want to do a shout out to that. I think that's really got to be acknowledged because you're you're doing it like a whole person program.
2: Yeah, and even the ladies that are uh, my current clients, they even said too. Right? They're like, I. Because a lot of other uh, challenges that you might have seen in, in the past didn't really incorporate kind of the uh, the kind of meditation aspect. And they're like, man, I feel so much more calm and at peace. And like during the day, I can process stuff better. And my mind's just, just working more, like I say, optimally. Um, but they just feel a whole lot better during the day as well because they're getting that time to like wind down. And that's the other thing too, I tell everybody like, sleep is really big and it's really key and that's stuff i've battled with trying to uh get good sleeps in the past and just finding sometimes that time to wind down in the evening like 30 minutes just to have some quiet time can make a a huge world of difference because then it's going to help you uh sleep better and then and then just be ready to crush the day right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
1: crush the day (laughs) (laughs) instead instead of being crushed by the day crush the day
2: yeah, you crush the day.
1: Crush the day. <laughs> crush the day. Maybe maybe crush half an hour. <laughs> yeah,
2: there you go. Yeah, crush,
1: crush, half, half, you, crush half an hour. Crush half an hour and then just let the day roll over you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, uh, Scott, I gotta ask you uh, a question. When we were talking about you know where you've been, you've traveled a bit and stuff. Um, you know, what is it about Halifax that you like about working in the area? You know, you're there, you've got some family there. And, uh, what is it about Halifax you really
2: enjoy? Oh yeah. So, well, this, in, in terms of the Halifax itself, it's, it's, uh, uh in, in Nova Scotia too, it's a great place to be because one, because the hiking's uh, really good and there's a lot of, a lot of forest, a lot of nature stuff you can kind of get out of town for. And, um, even though yes I do tend to have like I like big cities I just like the kind of the peaceful aspect of Halifax and the surrounding areas as well because I'm not like fully engulfed in um, what's the the term that they call it? like concrete jungle like I, oh, I like jungle, nature Yeah yeah right? downtown
1: Toronto downtown Toronto is a concrete jungle Right um, and everywhere and yeah
2: Exactly and I'm I really enjoy like you know, it's funny, like I'll go out sometimes in the evening and drive around, and I always laugh because I always tell my, uh, my parents, I'll always show them pictures, and I'm like, oh, geez, I just I saw another six deer this evening, just walk driving, like as I was driving up the road you see all the nature, and then I get to drive out and then go hiking in nature and everything like that as well. I really enjoy that because I kind of just brings a lot of peace in, in, into my life as well, and that's what I really enjoy about uh, Nova Scotia. Awesome. Yeah, in Halifax, sorry, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's, a, it's a, literally a city on the sea, you know, like it's just like, yeah. And the, and the forest is like in our city, do you know what I mean? Like we're just, you know, we have nature everywhere. We just have to see it, you know,
2: 100%. Exactly. And uh, getting back into nature, I find too, is, uh, is really good uh, because it's just, sometimes the city itself can be uh, there's a lot of stress and there's a lot of stress response mm-hmm. when you're dealing with a city and just getting out in nature. Is just like is Oh yeah, I'm relaxed, you know what I mean
1: yeah, yeah, so what does the future hold for Scott Walsh? What are you thinking for the next year? what are you gonna what are you gonna tackle next?
2: Oh, oh my God, well, uh, I know we well can't wait for the the next trip we have planned. We're going to uh, Anaheim, which is great. can't wait to go do that, but uh in the future as well, I just I'm really. I am really focused and I'm really enjoying and sorry, I was clapping my hands then. That's how excited I was. Uh, <laughs> I'm really enjoying the online aspect and I really want to push that and grow that because it allows me to, um, in terms of, uh, my father who's uh, actually in a wheelchair, it's, it allows me more time to be around for, for my, my parents and be able to kind of like take them out if they need to go out or just be around for them more because, uh, it just kind of allows me that freedom to be around for them, and then also because I really just love the online training. I like I really enjoyed it. I must say, yeah. Like, it's it's provided like it's a. It's funny. You think you would be, uh, you think like you're disconnected from everybody when you move online, but I'm talking to everybody all the time. Like there's just you know, and don't get me wrong, I love it. like uh, like I go out and I meet people, everything all the time, and like you know too, like we'll go for for coffees and stuff like that but yep. the online aspect too, you're still, you're building that community and I just want to keep building that community and seeing it grow and become something pretty amazing.
1: right? Yeah. I think what's really cool about going to idea world again this year, like we were in San Diego <laughs> last year and we're in Anaheim for it this year. Scott is that I could totally see you leading like a seminar on the online training. Like I know they have them and you'll probably be at ones that you want to go to. And just remember to look for the workshop versus lecture code that they do in the schedule <laughs> this time, Scott. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Going to show and they're like, All right, everybody, we're gonna do a workout. And you're like, And what? you're
1: dressed up, you're in slacks, and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm in like jeans,
2: yeah, and I'm like, Okay, <laughs> 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 and I leave, and I'm soaked, right? <laughs> I know you're like,
1: I gotta, oh, like, I can't meet you guys, I gotta take a shower. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just, just crush me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. I forgot about
1: that. Yeah. Because I did not, because I I remember thinking as I registered for my sessions this year, you better registered, I registered for my sessions, and I was like, okay, workshop, lecture, remember Scott's lesson, remember Scott's lesson. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly, yeah all right everybody get ready we're gonna have a great workout you're like oh my
1: god <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. back towards the door i'm just i'm just going to the washroom honest but i'm taking all my stuff with me yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah exactly
1: but oh, you, you exactly. better make sure that some hooligans don't get a key to your room again because that was just dangerous
2: oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i had a couple people come in and decorate my room <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah.
2: All secretive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was funny, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> that was no, <laughs> no. Oh,
1: that was funny. Yeah. I thought you're gone for the room. That's yeah. fine. We got you later. We did
2: good. We did good. Oh, that's funny. Yeah.
1: What I laugh <laughs> is that housekeeping cleaned it up without even leaving a note or something like you know, bitches oh, don't make me yeah. do that kind of thing. They just yeah. came back and it was all clean. You're like okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. Like they just cleaned it. Like no, nobody came up after him, was like, oh, you know, you
1: guys shouldn't do that.
2: Yeah. All the cleaning staff's like, Hey, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Well,
1: they must see worse. Like, cause I have a friend, Caroline who, who kind of, you know, works in a hotel and she said, she's told me some stories. I think they see all kinds of things. So I think streamers are probably not a big issue. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah.
2: The stuff they just seen. <laughs>
1: So yeah, so I'm excited for you. I think this is going to be great. I think building an online community where you have people who are not only desiring change, but acting on it and also feel peer support is a really good thing. I think you're really helping out a lot of people and I'm impressed by not only the results they have, but also by the community. It's, it's really golden what you're doing. So on behalf of everyone in that group, thank you for making it, you know, educational and worthwhile. And, uh, fun at the same time so that's a good job scott
2: yeah thank you very much tara really appreciate that that means a lot no problem no problem yeah.
1: okay we're gonna wrap up you can find scott at walsh performance on instagram and facebook and his personal uh facebook thing that he's thrown in a couple times is scott walsh and um yeah anything else you want to add scott before we wrap up
2: Oh, yeah, no, just uh, quickly again, so that, yeah, my challenge is starting April 8th. I'm going to – I'm still taking applications till the uh, 31st. I uh, have got a lot of people in right now. I've had about over 80, 80 applications, which is crazy. Nice. Um, and there's more coming in. I just – it's funny. My phone is just dinging with more
1: uh, applications,
2: nice. which is hilarious. But
1: are like, uh, people, why am I on this podcast call? I should be answering this.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, if any of you ever have any questions, like – don't feel intimidated to reach out. Like I'm pretty, I'm very easygoing. Like I'll, I'll always like be honest and very uh, friendly because I know I find sometimes you get people in the industry that they either won't respond or they won't like, you know, they they're, they're very ego driven. Just understand that I'm a very down earth person and I'm always around to help if you ever have any questions. Um, so yeah, please reach out. Right.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. All right. That is it for Plus Fitness with Tara. Thank you for listening. And uh, thanks again, Scott.
2: Yes. Thank you very much for having me on, Tara.
1: All right.
0: That's it for now. This is the EWN Podcast Network.